What's going on, everybody? My name is Dustin Charles Little, and you are listening to another episode of the Inner Warrior Podcast. Uh, for today's episode, we're going to talk about something pretty cool, pretty exciting. Uh, it's the road to black belt. Uh, so I received my black belt in kickboxing over the weekend. And then I'm also going to answer a question that a client asked me. And it uh, it's basically, uh, it, it was asked based off of the program that he had just finished that I have created. And so basically, I have the Inner Warrior program. I help people tap into their inner warrior and help them become warriors. And so he asked me, um, you know, what is like ultimately in your eyes, what does it mean to be a warrior? Um, and so for a second, for a fraction of a second, I had to sit back and think like, man, what, what, what does it mean to be a warrior? Um, uh, and so I quickly answered the question because, um, I've been through it. I went through it and I, I became, uh, the, the thing that I wanted to become. And that was a warrior. And so, uh, first thing we're going to talk about today is we're going to talk about the road to black belt. Um, the road to black belt has been a long and windy road. <laughs> it was not <clears throat> for me. It was a not, it, it was not a straight road. And the reason why it wasn't a straight road is because, I had a, I've had a lot of struggles in my life. And a lot of you who are listening to the podcast may have already known a bunch of the struggles, but, uh, I'm just going to make this kind of short and sweet as far as like, you know, what it is that I had been through. So, you know, I've been through a lot of things when I was a child, everything from abuse to trauma to loss and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, I know that everybody has a story, but this, this is kind of the, the thing that I went through. And so, um, you know, I was a really broken kid. I was a really broken child. And I, I used to watch videos like, um, you know, Jean-Claude Van Damme, uh, Bruce Lee, Steven Seagal, Chuck Norris, like all these kind of videos. And I really looked up to these guys um, because I, I loved what they stood for. I love what they stood for. And they were, you know, they were always protecting um, <clears throat> they were always protecting their family. They were always protecting their loved ones. Uh, they were always protecting the people and always trying to put, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, always trying to put themselves last and the people first. And so I really respected that. And I, I lived through them because of my childhood. So I was like, man, you know, one day I am going to become those people. I'm going to become that guy. I'm going to become the, the the guy that people look at and is like, oh man, you know, that guy protects his family. That guy, you know, he, 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 he is selfless. Um, you know, at one point in my life, I used to be incredibly selfish, but, uh, now I, I put everything I have into every one of my students, into every one of my clients, into, uh, my wife, into my children, uh, into my family, like whatever, whatever ounce of energy or whatever I can put into somebody, uh, based off of anything that I've learned, I'll do it. And I've done it. So, um, you know, I really looked up to these guys and, uh, the reason why that the road was so windy was because I, I started off when I was 20. And when I was 20, you know, when I hit my teenage years, I was really rebellious. Um, and I was really pissed off at the world because, you know, my mother wasn't around. She took her life when I was five. Uh, I never knew who my father was. So, you know, I was a fatherless child. Um, you know, I was a foster child. And I was just, I just hated the world. Like, you know, I didn't, I didn't like anybody. So I, I ran around and I caused a lot of trouble. 
Um, and then, you know, when I was 20 years old, I got into martial arts and I got into the studio called, um, called Fight Club. <laughs> Funny enough, it's called Fight Club. Uh, but it was like unarmed military combat stuff. Um, and it, it was kind of cool, but it wasn't the direction that I necessarily wanted to head. But um, I learned a few things from, from, from Fight Club and I quickly turned to mixed martial arts and kickboxing and Muay Thai and th this kind of stuff. So um, once I found the love and the passion for that, once I got into this club, um, I really stuck with it. And when I stuck with it, I became really good at it. But then life kept throwing curveballs at me. Things kept happening in my life that um, derailed me from my from my goals and from my focus. And so then I would start drinking, then I would start partying, then I would start doing drugs and, and whatever it was. And then I would come back and I would start training hard again and say, this time is going to be different. You know, and I would train for X amount of time, X amount of years, and I would fall back into the, the, the old habits and, and the old cycle. I, I, I ended up connecting with uh, <clears throat> Adolfo and Jordan at Pacific Top Team many, many years ago. And uh, I remember, you know, first meeting Adolfo and I was like, oh my God, this guy's freaking nuts. <laughs> He's nuts, like... Uh, you know, in a, in a good kind of way, like, you know, he's, he's the kind of guy that I aspire to be. He's real, real badass, real tough, super quiet, doesn't say much, doesn't have to say much because, uh, you know, basically his art does the speaking for him. So, um, you know, I started to learn under Adolfo and at Pacific Top Team and it was, it was awesome. Like, I was progressing really quickly. And I remember just, you know, just a few weeks ago, maybe a couple months ago, he, he sent me a video of one of the times that I was training with him. And he's like, Dustin, I just want you to look at what you looked like back then. Like you had the skill set back then. And you had something that, you know, uh, you, that I don't see in a lot of people. And that's the, the drive and the tenacity and the, and the unwillingness to quit. And, uh, so, you know, I've been training under Adolfo and, and then I, you know, I went to California and I trained under Boss Rudin and, you know, I won my fight and then I started drinking again. So I fell off the, fell off the wagon again. And, you know, it's just been so freaking windy and, and, and but I always come back to, to striking. I've always come back to martial arts. I've always come back to, um, you know, trying to be this this um, good human being, this stand-up guy, this warrior in a sense. And so, um, you know, almost three years now, it's, it's almost been three years of sobriety. So we're, we're like two, two years, nine months, something like that. Um, and so this, this, is getting, this has been the best two years, nine months, almost three years of my life. Because this has been the most dedicated that I have ever been to my craft. Every single day for the past almost three years, two years and whatever, I have been putting two to three hours a day uh, of my own training. And then on top of that, I've been teaching. So I've been fully dedicated to my craft and fully dedicated to the art. And um, 
And because of that, I reached out to, to my coach. I'm like, coach, man, um, you know, I know we've known each other for a long time. We've been training together for a long time. You know, I've been training with you for the past three years. We went to the Pan American Games. We fought a black belt, you know, a couple of them. You know, we went to uh, Canadian National Championships. We fought the best. I was like, you know, I, I really aspire to one day achieving my black belt in kickboxing. And like he's, he tells me, he goes, you're already there. You're already there. So what we need to do is we need to, uh, we, we need to put something together. And it just so happened to work out that the grand opening of Pacific Top Team West Kelowna was about to go down. So we decided to put on a show for everybody to see, you know, kind of what we do together and, and what it has taken for me to get to the level that I'm at. Um, and so, you know, here I am, you know, I, I finally made the black belt. I finally got to the place where I wanted to get to. And it's been, it's been, um, almost, I would say almost bittersweet, you know, bitter in a sense that, uh, you know, I, I should have been here a, a long time ago, but I let a lot of stupid things get in my way. I let partying get in my way. I let my past get in my way. I let trauma get in my way. I let my feelings get in my way. I let so many things get in my way of my goals. And because I got sober and because I got clean, I was finally able to complete my task. I was finally able to achieve something that I've been always wanting to achieve in my life. Far beyond uh, becoming a world champion. I wanted to become a black belt before I wanted to become a world champion. And that's something that... uh, for me, I was like, man, you know, you know, thinking to myself, I'm like, man, like this, this is, this is really important to me. It's really important, uh, for my resume. It's really important to one day, you know, be able to open up my own facility and, and, and have the credentials to, to be able to say, yeah, like I did this. And, uh, and so I, I earned my black belt, but that's not it. It doesn't end there. It's just a stepping stone. It's to actually share, you know, show that I've done something and that I've been somewhere and that I've committed my life to something. And so the next step is to go to the, go after the provincials. And the next step after that is to go after something else and just, and to continue to grow as a martial artist. And, uh, so I'm, I'm super excited about, um, you know, where this takes me in my life. So, um, you know, that, that was the road to black belt. The road to black belt has been very difficult. It's been a very windy road, um, but it has been worth it. It has taught me so much. Um, it has helped me so much. It, it also has been a part of what has saved me from continuing to be an alcoholic, to, to continuing to be uh, a loser in a sense. I, I, I used to be a loser, you know. I was still like a really good guy, but you know, when I, when I drank, I, I was, I was pretty much a loser. So, um, now I'm a winner. Now when people look at me, they're like, man, you know, and all of the people, like all of my students, my friends, my family, everybody that came out to support me on my black belt, like I super appreciate every single one of you. And, uh, it, it was, it was a really special day for me. Um, and it took everything that I had to, to not get emotional and not get cry. I, you know, I basically prayed. I was like, God, just let me get, get through this. And I don't want to be emotional. I don't want to cry anymore. I just, I want to be a warrior and I want to, I want to show these people what it, what it means to be a warrior. And so that, that brings me into the next part of the podcast, what it means to be a warrior. So, um, 
kind of kind of reiterating the stuff that I talked about in the beginning of the podcast is about all the stuff that I had been through. Uh, it, it, it's been a tough road. That's just long story short, it's been a tough road. And there's been a lot of uh, poor decisions that have been done to me. And there's also been a lot of poor decisions that I have, uh, I have made as well. And because of all those things that have been done and because of all the things that I have done, I became, um, you know, somebody who could not be trusted. Somebody who, you know, was, was scary in the eyes of people because, you know, as soon as I started drinking, it's like kind of like, watch out, you know, here comes Dustin. We don't, we don't know what he's going to do. We don't know how he's going to behave. We don't know if he's going to be angry or triggered. We don't know any of that. <coughs> and so... Deciding to quit drinking was probably the best and no, it was the best decision that I have ever made. And once I quit drinking, I decided to, to, to start this business and to start, uh, helping people become, uh, great versions or greatest or greater versions of themselves. And what that meant was tapping into that, that fighting spirit, that that, that thing that's inside of them that keep, helps them keep ticking. And so that's the inner warrior. And the inner warrior for me is, is, is like, is, it's like this. It's like we have a whole bunch of stuff that issues that we, we try to hide from the world, but eventually that stuff comes out. It finds its way out. It always does. And because we have this stuff and, and we don't really, um, we don't really deal with it. And it deals with us. If we don't deal with it, it deals with us. And it never ends up pretty. So what I've done is I've, I've taught myself and I'm, I'm currently teaching my students. And I just had another student finish the program uh, teaching my students how to tap in to that fighting spirit. What it takes and what it means to become a warrior is to be able to be disciplined. It's to be able to, to show up no matter how you feel. It's to change the way that you, uh, it's the, to change the decisions that you make on a daily basis. Because we all make poor decisions. We all decide whether we're going to drink, whether we're going to do drugs, whether we're going to go out and party. We make poor decisions on a daily basis. We, we decide whether we're going to gossip about another person. We decide that whether or not we're going to be angry or resentful because of something that has happened to us or because of something that happened in the past. We decide all of this stuff. And it is up to us to make a decision not to, to, to be a victim to these things. And so I teach people how to take a look at the past and say it's always going to be there, but it's not your present and it's not going to be your future. Because if you keep it with you right now, there is going to be no future. You're just going to be stuck in the chains of the past. What it means to be a warrior is to stand up for not just yourself, but for other people. For your family, for your friends, for your wife and children, your husband. It means to, to be selfless, to do more than just for yourself. What I'm currently doing with uh, Muay Thai and kickboxing and, and um, you know, motivational speaking and podcasting and, and helping people with the Inner Warrior program, what I'm currently doing is I'm doing this in order to help be people become better versions of themselves. That to me is important. That to me is, is, is winning because I know what the opposite side of things are. The opposite side of it is a very selfish person. Is somebody who's always like me, me, me. Is somebody who, who doesn't care about other people. Somebody who doesn't care how other people succeed. 
who would rather step on them than to give them a hand. And so I teach people how to become greater versions of themselves. What it means to be a warrior is to be somebody who, who can stand up for more than just themselves. There's a saying that, uh, that, that's like, um, it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. And uh, I, I believe in that saying. You know, it's also like a warrior doesn't mean that I walk around with my chest puffed out and telling everybody I could, you know, I could wipe the floor with you or I could, I could beat you up, no problem. That's not what a warrior is all about. A warrior is super quiet, super silent. He's in the garden, you know, planting flowers, cooking. He, he's in the kitchen cooking dinner for his family. You know, he's, he's, he's doing laundry too. He's, you know, he's doing the dishes as well. He's the quiet guy. But if you tick him off <clears throat> and if you threaten him and if you push him the wrong way, you will find out that he is a warrior. You will find out that he's been training his mind. You'll be, find, you'll be finding out real quick that he's been training his body. And so I really love that saying. I really love it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. I want to thank you guys for uh, I want to thank you guys for all of your support. I know there's just a few people on here right now. I know there's just a few people listening and 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 even just a few people watching my my journey. But I also know that uh, the the impact that I've had on on some of you and 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 some of the people that are watching behind closed doors, you know, they 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 watch all of my stories, they watch all of the posts, you know, they're 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 seeing everything. Um, and I know that it's impacting you. I know it's impacting you because I know what it used to do for me to see somebody succeed. What it used to do for me to see somebody become uh, the version that they wanted to become. To become a warrior, to become a champion, to become a black belt, to become, you know, whatever it is they wanted to achieve in their life. I used to look up to a lot of people and... Um, and I still do. And I still do. Um, so I just, I just want to thank you guys for all of your support. Uh, you know, let's, let's go out there and crush this week. Let's go out there and, and do good on another week. Make better decisions. Break the chains of old habits. You know, become, become the person that you truly desire to be. Thanks so much, guys. We will talk to you next week.